Hello, and I'm delighted to welcome you to the International Association of Contract and Commercial Management's Optimism Cafe podcasts. I'm Victor Purton, the Chief Optimism Officer of the Centre for Optimism, and I'm an optimist inspired by the good news stories, the stories of hope and optimism that we're hearing from IACCM members across the globe during this COVID-19 pandemic. Look, in the overwhelming static that's thrown to us in the media, uh, these Optimism Cafe podcasts are designed to be short, real-life stories that you can listen to on the go. In this first series, I'll be interviewing a phenomenal selection of IACCM members, highlighting everything from acts of human kindness, generosity, innovation, and social good at a time when we really need something to feel optimistic about. Um, in this episode, if you can't tell, um, I'm excited to be talking to Jacqueline Baldwin from AGL and Andrew Asimakidis from Telstra. Um, Jacqueline Baldwin is the Technology Relationship Manager at AGL Energy. Andrew Asimakidis is the Account Director at Telstra, Australia's largest telecommunications provider. With the COVID-19 global crisis, we're hearing more and more stories about how a little extra support and empathy can go such a long way in making better relationships, which inevitably means better business. Jacqueline and Andrew's story of the one team relationship is an excellent example of how their working relationship improved during this crisis. And they're here to share their uplifting story with us today. Welcome Jacqueline. Good morning. Hello, how are you? Terrific, thank you. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks, Victor, and thanks for having me on today's session. Look, as always um, in these podcasts, our first question is, what makes you optimistic? So, Jacqueline, what makes you optimistic? What makes me optimistic, Victor, is people people in general. So people are passionate and, and people are very enthusiastic and they do want to do their best. And, you know, what makes me enthusiastic and optimistic about this is I work with people like Andrew every day that we can come together, we share the values and we share the principles and, and we share a, a common goal and we drive towards that. That's brilliant. Values, principles and people. I think that uh, nails it. Um, Andrew, what makes you optimistic? Uh, still, it's a Jacqueline. I think the um, relations that we've built, um, you know, the behaviours and the respect that we've built over the last few years is definitely keeps me optimistic in the future. And um, if I look at the way we've responded during times of adversity, it gives me great confidence that we could handle any situation moving forward. Um, I think technology it continues to evolve at a rapid rate. And I think it opens new ways of doing things. And it's probably the most important and it's never been in our lives today. So I think Jacqueline's spot on though. I think it's all about the people and the way you sort of interact with one another. And that gives you a great um, belief that we can handle anything in the near future. That is fantastic. Resilience, strength, um, handling anything that comes. Uh, that is inspiring. Thank you. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the relationship between AGL and Telstra before COVID-19 and how that's developed, changed, shifted, intensified, um, over the months that we've been in state of emergency and lockdown. Sure. So AGL and Telstra have had a long-standing relationship. 
Um, however, over the past 12 months, especially, the, we've really focused intensely about taking it from a client-supplier relationship to a partnership and, and that driving those common values and the principles and, you know, that one team mentality that sits who really cares which side you're on that we've got problems and we've got these challenges that we come together and sometimes it's ours sometimes it's theirs but more often than not it's a shared challenge that we come together and that's what we really before COVID um, have driven hard and especially Andrew and myself driving that across the 12 months beforehand to really solidify that and then how we've moved it around of building out that empathy and building out that we're talking about people. Yes, we're talking about services and products and, and all that that we consider but we are talking about people at the end of the day and and that's really come through um, through the COVID about really identifying that it is about those people and and we're all impacted but we're all here to share a common goal and to achieve what we need to to get us running AGL themselves but Telstra with their service but then how and they've got so many other things that they have to be concerned about. So Andrew in what ways did AGL and Telstra's strong and connected relationship play a role in the unique changes that were needed when lockdown began? How did you argue it with your managers and peers? I think firstly, if I look back at the one team um, culture that we've built with AGL, we set, set us up for success. Uh, a couple of years ago, we implemented this one team culture, which was based on trust, transparency, openness, collaboration. Um, fast forward 12 months later, Jacqueline joined AGL and really complemented our culture. And um, if anything, increased the relationship um, from good to great, which we continue to obviously improve as we day to day. But um, if, I, if I look at COVID and how we supported AGL, the teams worked so hard, both teams, AGL and Telstra, in order to try and help their BCP strategy, to help all their workforce to be able to work remotely. And it was you know, thousands of people having to work offsite, which was a challenge and we were able to achieve that by the teams just working so close together in partnership and um, I think one of the things that probably stood out for me was just the interactions during COVID now. It hasn't been so much even business related. It's been more personal and well-being and checking in with one another. So we have had a number of catch-ups on virtual events such as these and just checking in with our teams and, um, you know, we've created a virtual drinks catch-up just to, to touch base with all our um, colleagues and friends at AGL and um, we've been able to build on that and just keeping each other informed and making sure that everyone is uh, you know doing well from a mental state. That's fantastic I mean I think it, it has all the underpinnings of a, a better normal coming out of it rather than just a, a new normal or back to normal. So was there something that surprised each of you about the way the other approached the new challenges with which you were confronted? positive or negative? What, what surprised you when you watched the other in action? I think from my perspective, not so much surprise, but uh, I was really um, pleased that AGL looked at Telstra as being a trusted advisor during COVID. 
they did come to us and looking at different solutions and how we can manage certain situations and providing solutions to, you know, overcome some of the challenges during COVID and the, the beginning of COVID. So not so much a surprise, but um, it was nice that we were trusted, known as a trusted advisor from AGL and we worked really close together to, to build on that. And, and I think from my point of view is there's no surprise, but what there is is heartfelt, um, genuine pride that, you know, Telstra is one of those companies that I've found for us that they continue to always look as to how do they do better. Um, the contract, while it's there, it really doesn't matter. It's really about us together and how we we come out of this together. And, and it really drove. And so it's not surprising because I know these guys so well and, and I work with them every day and I'm proud to be able to work with them and what we all achieve. But, you know, it, it makes me even more proud that these guys just took it to a new layer. That, that is so inspiring from both of you. Neither of you surprised, both of you gratified, grateful and impressed by each other, I think. What, what better human relationship? So, of course, you work in teams and you've got people you lead. So what were the ways you used to bring people together in this one team approach? And um, I've heard rumours of virtual drinks. I, I hope someone was drinking something somewhere. And um, I always think of Zoom as sort of looking like the Brady Bunch. And I, I even hear you might have been playing some bingo. So tell us about those sorts of approaches to making the team feel as well. We did. Um, you've heard some uh, good rumours there. We did implement um, a virtual drinks catch-up with the AGL and Telstra team. And look, the purpose of that wasn't business. It was, again, just to really connect everybody on a personal level and to see everyone's going. But I wanted to make it interactive and a bit of fun. And um, yeah, we did a COVID bingo. Um, which is to get everyone just sort of having a bit of fun. And um, it was a really good, it was a really good outcome. And I think, uh, you know, the AGL and Telstra teams really um, just provided some insight as to how they're feeling and what they're going through at home during COVID. And I think there's a lot, a lot of similarities that we could all sort of relate to and what we're going through, whether it's stocking up on toilet paper or um, telling you know, your, your family to stay home and don't go outdoors. And it was a lot of fun doing the bingo, that's for sure. Um, and we're trying to build on this too, Victor. We're looking at creating another one this week, actually, with a, another virtual drink session, which is now focusing on a bit of a games quiz. So we're just trying to connect everyone together every probably you know, couple of months just to have a bit of fun, um, not talk about business and just, you know, just keeping it a bit light on. That is fantastic. We're very challenging. Jacqueline, you? Yeah. Did you, by Sorry. the way, did you win the bingo, Jacqueline? I didn't. I think it was rigged, quite frankly. But um, <laughs> I mean, who's going to stock up on toilet paper when you live in an apartment? Where am I going to put it under the bed? So, but we are a very challenging bunch. We, um, you know, we really love to be competitive and, and push each other and, you know, test those boundaries with each other. Um, you know, it's almost the competition of if somebody can make somebody snort or, or spill their drink by pushing them that little bit further is what we try and do. I know in some of our virtual meetings that, um, 
that you know by texting and, and talking outside of the the meeting sometimes to help redirect and whatnot the sometimes it's a case of trying to get the other person or andrew to smile on the camera when nobody else knows so you know we push those boundaries with each other and with the team and I think that's what makes, you know, there's the genuineness and then there's the respect and the ability to, to build that care factor for other human beings. It's not just a service contract or even a supplier. I think, um, of course, uh, our listeners can't see your smiles, but um, we always say in our habits of the optimist, we say smile like an optimist and we say laugh like an optimist. You know, that humour is so much a part of building a bond. And particularly in Australia, I, I sit on a couple of boards and I think we're the only boards that are allowed to tell jokes, but um, you wouldn't be a good <laughs> board member if you couldn't tell jokes. So is this all going to continue once the lockdowns are, are over and we're um, back in offices or what's going to happen? Yeah, I think so. And um, we used to do a, put aside the virtual drinks, we used to catch up anyway outside of work occasionally and just having some social drinks. But I think this will continue. And I think also the way we currently operate today will change in the near future. Um, working from home, this is, I think, almost three months for Telstra working from home. And we've been able still to effectively work um, increase our productivity with less travel time, um, doing all our meetings with, you know, using Microsoft Teams. Um, things are really working well. So I think what will change is whether will we will be stuck in the office five days a week and seeing customers face to face. I think it might be of a balance and a combination of, you know, a couple of days a week working from home and potentially three days a week in the office. Um, but I think these events and building you know, the social aspect will continue with AGO. I think it's nice to be able to just have that personal touch and um, keep you know, improving the relationship. Yeah, I think people are saying if we can get people to work from home one or two days a week, mental health will improve. Um, people won't be stuck in congestion. We'll be reducing greenhouse. I mean, there's so many benefits to, to this change pattern of work. So let me come to the personal. And, and I'll start with you, Jacqueline. What lessons have you learned about yourself your team and the supplier relationship. So what's the, say the, the one, two, three takeaways you'd give to your IACCM colleagues to let them know that what you've learned and what they could share from your learnings? So for myself personally, it's about taking time out for myself. Um, work will always be there. Um, being kinder and that, you know, taking that time out actually makes you a better person personally and professionally. So going for that walk um, it does you a lot better than it does harm as to what we think. Um, I think for, the, for my team that being kind to each other and that real living the AGL values, not just talking it, living it. Um, and that's through empathy of, of how we care for each other and how at the end of the day, yes, results are important, but it's about people. And so really taken charge of in that space and, and my team's really good at that. And I think for the supplier relationship that, well, I knew all of this stuff, but the beautiful thing is that it's been tested and, and we've really come out the other end. Um, 
exactly where I thought it would be and taking it to a new level. So Telstra never fails to, to surprise in such a good way and drive forth that strength. So kindness and gratitude, I think they're great lessons to share. So Andrew, thinking about yourself personally, what do you take away from this experience that you want to share? Similar to Jacqueline, it's all about people. Um, I think one of the lessons, not lessons learned, but one of the lessons is that we're just everyday people. And um, it's been an opportunity to reflect on the important things in life. Um, our partnership that we built with AGL was built on trust and it's, you know, it's authentic sense of care from both sides regarding the well-being of people um, has been probably the biggest focus. Um, I think also, you know, these virtual meetings that we've had with AGL and colleagues from Telstra, it takes us into each other's homes and we've been able to see what the personal environment looks like and began to meet some of our family, you know, our, our colleagues' family and customers' kids and those type things. Um, and, you know, I, I just think that, uh, I think if we continue the way we've been treating each other, you know, with the empathy and the respect and the genuine care that we want for our people, I think, um, I think for me personally, it's, uh, it's been quite rewarding just seeing the way the entire team have come together, not just from Telstra, but from AGL and Telstra. And I think it will continue. So empathy, respect team, it's, it's superb. So the last question. Um, so pe some people are talking about going back to normal. Other people are talking about a new normal. You both sound like you found a better normal already. What's the vision? What's the vision going ahead for each of you as individuals and for your one team partnership? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. So for myself, of, um, you know, the new normal, if you want to call it that, of working from home and other areas, even down at... Um, you know, working at Telstra locations, spending a bit more time with them is once we get back into office space, which um, is quite a way off for both of us. But I think, do I need to be in my office to spend time um, with Telstra? No, we can do that anywhere. Um, and getting rid of those shackles. I think um, for the relationship, I think it's only going to go upwards. The other component is about, you know, you can just reach out and touch each other and talk to each other more regularly in the old way. This way, you know, there does need to be a bit more structure and, and so solidifying the strategic thinking and the documenting and, and driving forth really key components that showcase the the uplift in relationship, the strategic thinking, the innovation, continuous improvement, really documenting that and, and showcasing the story that sits around it um, is what is really going to drive moving forward. Andrew? Yeah, from a personal perspective, I think, you know, this unique situation with COVID has definitely put a different... Um, if a flavor on the way we operate today, having a couple of young kids at home and being able to, and the way I operate has definitely shifted in the way I would do my day-to-day -day activity. So I've got to be very strategic the way I plan and do my meetings. But I think with the technology that we have in place, we'll continue to better have these virtual meetings with our customers and colleagues. And I think with AGL and Jacqueline, the team, um, whether it is in their office or at the Telstra 
um, offers, I still think that we'll be able to continue in having our, whether it's our coffee catch-ups and having our uh, regular cadence. Uh, I don't see um, anything really changing the way we've been interacting currently during COVID. So I think this is the new normal. Um, and I think the way, you know, COVID has impacted all of us uh, across the country, um, this is this, this is going to be the new norm, in my opinion. Brilliant. Well, let's see, that reached the end of our time. I, I'm just utterly inspired by the two of you. Um, you know, I don't want to be too bold, but I'm, I'm just wondering in 10 years or 20 years, will I be interviewing each of you as CEOs of, of major Australian ASX corporations, uh, perhaps AGL and Telstra. I, um, I'm just utterly inspired by the two of you. So um, thank you, Jacqueline and Andrew, um, both on my own behalf and on behalf of uh, the IACCM, just absolutely brilliant. Um, you've left us with inspiration for our days ahead. So look, thank, thank you, so you much, for listening Victor. to our Optimism Cafe podcast. And if you've got some good stories um, hard to find ones as good as this, um, but I'm sure you've got them in mind. Please share them with our team so that we can add that to the podcast too. Thanks very much and have a great day.